Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. Yeah, I, cho- I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the matinee? No. The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, fuck you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk rock show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. So that was Culture Abuse with Calm E off Daydream. And uh, we're rounding out to, to the top 10 now. We're really moving through. Um, this next pick is an album that uh, not, I'm not sure all our listeners will listen to. It's kind of out there for me. Well, not for me, but for our standard, uh, our standard picks. I think it's one of the better pop albums of the year. And it's funny that it comes from uh, someone that's from the country western genre. Uh, I know that uh, she's gotten a lot of accolades from uh, from bigger publications, and it doesn't fit m- the topic of this podcast. But I had to go with Casey Musgraves' album Golden Hour. It's just the perfect blend of pop and country music, and uh, I must be getting old because I love it. Um, there's so many standout tracks. And she kind of crosses the line between those genres and does it well. I know I've periodically enjoyed some of her other tracks, and I'm not, to be honest, that's a genre I know very little about, uh, pop country, and it's a genre I don't explore too often. But uh, the minute I heard the single for this album, I was hooked, and uh, I picked it up, and I think it's great. So if you can get past the stigma of liking a pop country album, I would suggest checking out uh, Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour. There are a couple standout tracks. One is High Horse, which kind of has a disco feel to it. There's Space Cowboy, and the one I picked was Slow Burn. So here's Slow Burn by Casey Musgraves off Golden Hour, and that's my pick number 10. is hot, I can be cold, grand 
Casey Musgraves with Slow Burn. Uh, again, something a little bit different. I hope it didn't turn you off from listening. Um, like I said, if you can get past the pop country thing, uh, it's worth checking out. Plus, she seems to be uh, a pretty cool person. It's always a it's always a plus, and something that's maybe not seen in that genre. But moving on to my number nine pick, and number nine is a band that I wasn't super into until this year. And a lot of that had to do with one of our listeners, Joel, of the My Age podcast, um, talking about this band over and over again. Uh, And the band is Drug Church. Drug Church are a band that I was into, but not fully on board with. Um, I'd heard songs and liked and listened to albums and liked them. But it was nothing that I uh, did anything more than dabble with. Um, Cheer is a little bit more accessible to the curious listener and maybe that's why i gravitated towards it um it just has that special feeling and uh you know when you hear an album and you see that something just clicks and now i feel like i need to see this band live um there's just something about this album that i can't get enough of and the song that i chose was unlicensed hall monitor so here's drug church with unlicensed hall monitor off cheer 
So that was Drug Church. Uh, if you enjoyed Unlicensed Hall Monitor, I suggest picking up Cheer. It's filled with great tracks like that. And they're a band I really need to see live. And uh, I'm hoping to do that in the next year at some point. Maybe they'll come through here. I'd like to pretend that like I'm going to travel somewhere to go see them. But uh, it's been well documented and mocked by Nate how I won't. <laughs> so <laughs> let's not lie. Um, let's not lie and let's move on. Let's trudge through this. Um, at pick number eight, I have Lindy Ortega with her seventh LP, Liberty. Um, I guess that's two country country songs uh, in my top ten, which is kind of crazy. Um, I guess when you get older, it's a little bit more country and a little less rock and roll. But uh, Lindy Ortega is a little bit different than, let's say, the pop sensibilities of Casey Musgraves. Um, especially on Liberty, which is kind of more of a concept album and it's got a spaghetti Western feel. So um, there aren't as many singles that I could pick from this album. It's more of like an album that flows in perfect harmony throughout and uh, tells a nice story. Definitely worth checking out. And uh, one of the better uh, country folk albums I've heard in a long time. I decided to go with the song You Ain't Foolin' Me. So this is Lindy Ortega with You Ain't Foolin' Me off Liberty.
That was Lindy Ortega with You Ain't Fooling Me Off Liberty. And as we round out to number seven, we're going to go back to my comfort zone here and uh, play something a little bit more in tune with what our podcast is generally about. And uh, the band is Alkaline Trio, and the album is This Thing Cursed. This This Thing Cursed is, I believe, Alkaline Trio's ninth LP. Um, I might be wrong. I might have done my math wrong. Um, Math clearly isn't one of my strong subjects. So if I'm wrong, uh, you can punch me in the gut. But you'd have to find me first. Um, Is This Thing Cursed came out in August, and uh, I loved it right away. I know there's some people that aren't uh, aren't too jazzed about it and kind of written it off as another Alkaline Trio album. But for me, I think it might be their best album since From Here to Infirmary. And in fact, it reminds me a lot of Maybe I'll Catch Fire. Like, has a lot of those uh, same writing styles. And uh, the whole album just is uh, is a great Alkaline Trio album. I mean, if you don't like Alkaline Trio, you're not going to like it. But if you like Alkaline Trio, there's no reason you shouldn't like it. There is a couple standout tracks uh, to choose from. I was going between the three... Um, there's Sweet Vampires, Goodbye Fire Island, which is uh, I learned, which I never really knew until the other day, was about uh, Matt Skiba's experience with having to potentially play the Fire Festival with uh, 180, Blink 182, and uh, the lyrics are pretty awesome to that. Uh, if you get a chance to check that out, but uh, I decided to go with the title track because it's what hooked me first, and uh, hopefully it'll hook you into this. Uh, especially if you've never heard Alkaline Trio. But I imagine if you're listening to this, you've heard Alkaline Trio and made up your decision on them. But this is Alkaline Trio with Is This Thing Cursed? Off the side. Is This Thing Cursed? Yeah. How many times can I say Is This Thing Cursed? We'll find out. Keep listening. Is This Thing Cursed? This goddamn thing's the worst No one look in that direction And everything starts to hurt Is this thing cursed? It's been around for years And every time my boat's about tits up That goddamn thing is near I tried to throw it in the river But it washed up in my sink And now the city cut my water And it's all I have to drink Is this thing cursed? If it is then I'm the jerk Who keeps on hanging around When I simply should just burn it to the ground Maybe it's some kind of spell Leave it all behind me and almost grew up 
So that was Alkaline Trio. I hope you enjoyed it. Maybe you changed your mind about Alkaline Trio. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you always like Alkaline Trio. Maybe you listen to that Alkaline Trio podcast. I don't, but I like Alkaline Trio. I know what I'm getting, and I like it. And we'll keep moving on, because you guys don't want to hear me ramble. You just want to hear the music. You want to know why I picked it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't even care. Let me know. Don't let me know. I really don't want to know. <laughs> I don't need I, I don't need any more uh, insecurities. Anyway, we'll move on. And at pick number six, I have a band called Pagan. And their July release of Blackwash. I found out about Pagan from our WhatsApp chat for High Fives. And I believe it was Simon who had mentioned it. Um, but I could be making this all up. Maybe just I'm assuming that he did because they're from Melbourne and they're a hardcore band. Uh, I was instantly hooked um, right off the bat from their intro track. Um, often when uh, when a band tries to do this, and especially with the metal hardcore stuff, I find that I'll like it for a month, maybe five to ten listens, and then I forget about that album forever. This album slays and I've been hooked on it since day one. Um, it's definitely not getting left in the dust. And uh, it's going to be in steady rotation, I think, for a while. It's just, it's that good. So if uh, it might not be for everyone, but uh, it's definitely right up my alley. And the song I chose was Death Before Disco. So this is Pagan, Death Before Disco, off Blackwash.
So that was Pagan with Death Before Disco off Blackwash. Um, as we move on, I'm going to stick in Australia for pick number five. And uh, now we're into the real deep stuff, the top five, just like, uh, just like our podcast. I've narrowed it down to five from 30, <laughs> which is incredibly pathetic. But it just means that I like music, right? And I like sharing what I like and hoping that you enjoy it too. Anyway, um, enough about me and more about this band. This band is called Skaggs. And like I said, they're from Australia. They put out an album called My Own Mess. Um, and they're sort of in the same vein as uh, Swimmers and Fiddler and Dune Rat in that they play that surfy garage stoner punk um, music with a little bit poppier edge. Um, it might be a little bit polished for some of you, but uh, it's just fun. And it's uh, it's one of those albums that just uh, you can sit back and enjoy. Not everything has to be serious. And maybe as I get older, I just dig a fun album every once in a while. Not everything has to be so angry. So uh, basically the whole album is uh, filled with a bunch of great poppy tunes so it was kind of hard to pick just one track, but I decided to go with the first one of theirs that I heard, which is Road Trip. So going a little road trip with Skeggs. It's a road trip.
so that was the skegs and after hearing road trip i hope you feel like uh doing a shoey i think it's called a shoey whatever it is when australians drink out of boots and shoes it's uh something they do that's what i hear anyway <laughs> uh i feel like skegs are a band that are into that uh which is maybe a knock on them or maybe a plus depending on how you look at it um but let's move on to my number four pick of the year. And number four is a band called The Shaladas, and the album is called Love in the Wind. Um, if you know me at all, you'd know I'd be a big fan of anything Daptone has put out. Um, I've always been an admirer of how Daptone has been able to uncover soul and doo-wop um, bands that have been thriving despite the genre being long forgotten by the mainstream. Um, the Shaladas uh, are made up of a father and his sons, and um, they had previously worked with Charles Bradley and had been approached by by Daptone to put out a full length of their own. Um, Love in the Wind is that full length, and they once again prove that doo-wop, harmony, and soul has its place in the, in the mainstream lexicons. Um, if someone told me that this album came out in 1970 or 19, like 65 or something like that, I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I like how I was like 1970 or 1965. Uh, you know what I mean? If someone told me it was of that era, I wouldn't, I would totally believe it and just think it was like an uncovered gem, but it's not, it's brand new and it's amazing. So here's the style does with Okay My Love off Love in the Wind. Who came alone? Who came
I hope you enjoyed the smooth sounds that the shala does and are prepared to have a total change up because my next pick is the Nightbirds. And the Nightbirds play fast, aggressive, and are full of energy. Um, they're one of my favorite bands over the last couple of years. And this album did not dis- disappoint. Uh, front to back, it's nonstop energy. Um, it's got a perfect intro, it's got a perfect outro. And I think they upped the ante for them with uh, recording and a little bit more melody than they've uh, had on previous albums. Um, Again, this is a band that I've been dying to see live because I can't even imagine how crazy and insane it is. Um, The album is called Roll Credits, and it came out on Fat Records in September. Um, It's definitely worth picking up. It's not your usual Fat Records sound. Um, And they have a song with a serial killer reference. Um, The... That's that's a plus right there if you're into that kind of nerdy stuff. Um, and that's the song I chose. It's called My Dad is the BTK. So here's Nightbirds with My Dad is the BTK off roll credits. with my dad is btk off their album roll credits like i said before there's very few bands that get me as excited as nightbirds um so i hope you liked it i hope you check them out i hope you see them live for me because i don't think they're ever coming here um and we'll move on to number two we're, we got two left 
You guys have uh, really stuck through it. I stuck through it. But more importantly, you stuck through it. I uh, hope I haven't annoyed you too much and blabbered on. And I hope uh, you keep listening to this. And more importantly, if you keep listening to our podcast and keep uh, keep hanging out with Nate and me. Because it makes it more fun. Not that it's not fun to just hang out with Nate. It's definitely more fun to hang with Nate than it is to hang out with me by myself here. <laughs> um, but I'll stop talking about myself and move on to more music. So at number two, I have War on Women. And their follow-up to the their awesome 2015 release. Uh, this is called Capture the Flag, and it was released on Bridge Nine. Personally, I think that War on Women are one of the most important punk and hardcore bands to come out in years, and they are carrying the torch of previous forward-thinking bands in this genre and shoving it in our face when we need it the most. Um, this album is full of great political messages, and uh, it's a gauntlet of important socio-political topics from feminism, pro-choice, sex positivity, and gun control. Um, they've also surrounded themselves with a bunch of guest musicians like Kathleen Hanna and Joanna Angel, and um, the singer from Sharp Tooth, who I can't recall her name at this moment. This album is just the kind of album we need in a time when things aren't the greatest politically. Um, and at least maybe we'll... Uh, help some people think about things a little bit different uh, it was tough to pick one song but i went with predator in chief because it's a great anti-trump trump track and it specifically targets all the hate that he, he has incited and allowed to flourish uh, since he trudged his uh, fat ass into politics so here is war on women with predator in chief off capture the flag
that was War on Women with uh, Predator in Chief off Capture the Flag. And like I said, I personally think they are a very important band. And if you get a chance, check them out and support them. And check out what they're preaching because I think they make some valid points, especially in this era of chaos that we seem to have been living seem to have been living in the last little while but let's get to something a little bit more positive and that being that we're at the end we made it to the last pick my last hurrah i just wanted to say thank you not only for listening to this list and uh, this episode but for uh, supporting our podcast and listening to high fives a lot of you that listen contribute and make it that much more enjoyable to do um we really appreciate all the lists we get we appreciate the conversations we have in our whatsapp chat and on their facebook message board and on twitter the band sending in albums to check out uh it all makes it uh, that much more enjoyable to sit here with nate on a regular basis and uh put this little podcast out i hope uh i hope you continue to listen and, and uh we do a plan on being back in january and we have some good stuff planned hopefully we'll see you there and um i hope some of you send in your best of 2018 lists and um i'm looking forward to see what you guys have and what i missed and what i can add to my collection so yeah thanks a lot hope you enjoyed this uh list of 30 bands that i like this year and like i said in the intro uh, the concept of best of is always kind of made me laugh because my best of is no less important than your best of and really this is just an outlet for me to share some of the great releases that i checked out this year and uh i really hope you could do the same for me so let's uh let's move on hope you all have a a great year next year and uh a good holiday and whatnot and we'll see you in january And now on to number one, my top pick of the year. My top pick of the year is a band who I've discussed on the podcast a couple of times, mainly because I found it very tough to get a hold of the album when I first heard it. I was able to stream it, and I wasn't able to purchase it. Um, So this is why I caved and got Apple Music. (laughs) Basically, this band convinced me that I needed to stream because I was afraid that they would not have a North American release that wasn't physical. And even getting physical releases is pretty tough around here these days. So the band is Lone Wolf. They're from the Netherlands and they put out one heck of an album this year. Um, I have been listening to it nonstop since it came out and uh, kind of before because I was streaming it on band on, it wasn't even on Bandcamp. It was maybe like on, I don't even know how I started streaming it. Spotify, maybe? I don't know. Either way, it uh, it's a great album. It, front to back, it's just full of uh, great music. I see they are touring a lot more than I thought they would be in North America. They played Fest. They did a little bit of the East Coast there. And I noticed that they are playing Pooza this year, which I am going to do my best to get to. Um, 
And yes, insert laugh here and witty comment by Nate saying, I won't get there, that I'm lazy and I'm full of lies and, t and lack of commitment. <laughs> um, this is a lot of ranting. Uh, you probably just want to get to the song. You probably just want to finish this podcast and uh, never remember it again. So here's Lone Wolf. And the track I chose was their opening track because it kind of set the tone and pace for the rest of the album. And it's called Get Along off their self-titled. So here's Lone Wolf. Stay cool. Be excellent to each other, guys and girls. Later. <laughs> It's over.
Go home. Go.